What is going on, everybody? And welcome to the storytelling edition of those guys you hate. Tyler Menendez, my mm-hmm. co-host. How mm-hmm. are you, sir? I'm good. I'm good. How's everything? Everything is just fine, bro. Everything is just fine. Liar! No, that's not true. Everything is uh, everything is great, man. Okay. I'm, listen, I'm in here with you. We're already having fun. The pregame was a little wacky mm-hmm. this week, mm-hmm. but I, mm-hmm. I, I really love uh, sitting down with you and going over something that happened in our past. This one is a terrifying one, a traumatic one, mm-hmm. and a hilarious one, Yes, Tyler. yes. Today, yes. we have fun at the expense of diabetes. This one's been coming a long time, bro. Unlike, well, you fill in the joke yourself. Sure, We're sure. We're going to have a little fun. Unlike with, insulin, because we, all the medical companies don't want us to have it. Why, Tyler? Because they want to profit off of it, Ryan. Why have we not solved any sort of, let, let's start with the hard-hitting facts. Go we on. haven't solved or cured a disease in how long? Polio? It's been decades. Polio. Mm-hmm. All those mm-hmm. blanket companies, we had to keep them afloat for all those decades. Yeah. Yeah. Let me, uh, well, I'm actually going to do you one better. We're actually moving in the other way, Ryan, because not only are we not curing anything, we're taking drugs like insulin and like, what's the one for? Um, Sickle cell anemia. Much like insulin and much like an EpiPen, they're taking these medications that are already available and already cheap, so cheap to make. Insulin is pennies on the dollar to make. And they're charging hundreds of dollars for tiny little vials of it. It, it is. Uh, it, it stands to reason that as medicine begets medicine and technology is, I don't know if you've heard of it, on the rise, that these things would be more freely and more quickly cured. Like the idea that there's a cure for cancer out there, but also that holds the billion dollar economy mm-hmm. of cancer treatment. All these things are now treated. Sure. Somebody solve this problem that I have going on. Wink, wink. Stop showing that to me. I won't. So here's the thing. Our father, we're going to, we're going to take a, we're going to take a funny turn here into the hilarity that is diabetes. I already know where we're going. Where, which one is it? Is it the one where he was on the floor in the kitchen? No, Ah, no, maybe we'll save that one for another day. I'm glad you brought this up because Mm -hmm. our father uh, struggled with type two diabetes and it, it showed up often in our childhood. Do well, I have say, that correct? Say it right. It's diabetes. Oh, the diabetes. Like Wilford Brimley. Wilford Brimley. Can you believe that that guy was allowed to be a TV star at one point in time? <laughs> it was the mustache, right? Much like Selleck. <laughs> was it though? That guy had, well, I'm going to be mean here. Yeah, go on. A walrus-like quality. He did of. have a walrus-like. Okay. Like. He had the whiskers. In a, in, a dis, in a distinguished type of way. I'm not making- Yeah, a, distinguished like a walrus. It, thank you. <laughs> I am the walrus. Um, isn't it crazy that at one point in time, we allowed that to be a television star? Oh, we were just uh, scraping for whatever we could get, Ryan, apparently. There was less people back then. <laughs> Um, so well, when you can only choose amongst white people, it's a very small that, catalog to go with. That actually is quite true. Maybe we'll have to do some investigation on that. Now, Tyler, how did dad's diabetes uh, present itself in your childhood? I know you've had some wacky experiences because oh, sure. for people who don't know, uh, diabetes, it is your body has a, a problem breaking down. It has a problem creating insulin. Your pancreas does not work correctly either. You have one of two types. Your pancreas doesn't work outright and doesn't produce it. Or uh, the other type, which is your body does not accept the type of insulin that your pancreas is creating. Those are and, all it rejects it. Excuse very sciencey words. But the way that this represents itself in your life, at least in our case, 
Our father, if his sugar got to be too high, he would become extremely lethargic and very tired. Mm -hmm. But more notably, if it got to be too low, then he got a little wacky. He got a little wacky in terms of, I don't know, let's say a nine-year-old child, but like that kid from a problem child. Or excuse me, is that what it was? A problem child? The kid with the bowl cut? Uh, are you talking about the good son with Macaulay Culkin? Okay. Where he throws, a, the, a <laughs> throws little, the mannequin over the highway? A little bit too far, Tyler. <laughs> a little bit too far. I don't know where you're going. No, there was a movie called <laughs> Problem Child starring oh. John Ritter and a, an impish little kid who he was just, he wasn't a good son. He wasn't letting go of Elijah Wood's hand <laughs> and drowning a baby. I didn't, I'm not suggest. why? Have you, have you seen dad drown a baby? I was going to say, you just haven't been with him on his worst days, apparently. I missed that one. Sorry. I am phlegmy. Yes, you are. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is that when you have diabetes and your blood sugar drops too low, your brain can't function correctly. It's like, it's very much like being drunk Ugh. where your inhibitions go out the window. Yeah, but without just, the the lethargy of alcohol dragging you down. So sure. you're wild and he's on full alert. Yeah. You, you know, drunk people are, you know, you could kind of corral him with one hand. You know <laughs> what I mean? He was at the height of his powers. Yeah, yeah, he was young and fit and, oh, and very much so. and very athletic and vain, and, and yeah. that that filters in later on in the story. That's not a gratuitous uh, toss in there. Now, my first memory of Dad with uh, his sugar going low was when I was a little kid. I remember we had that room. I don't I don't know if people still have this anymore. That room where nobody's allowed to go. Mm -hmm. This room is just for if the Queen of England comes over, then I maybe we'll sit in there. No, you show it to her and then move her. Sure, along. sure. But could you put a freaking newspaper <laughs> down, Your Highness? So I remember dad going into that room with the dark red couches. You remember the dark red couches? Of course. They were so uncomfortable. And ugly. Yeah. Oh, fuck you, 1980s. <laughs> uh that was the couch I buried my head on when you swallowed the jack. Listen oh, back to is that it? Yes, oh, yes. wow. And avoided wow. the problem. No wonder I hated that couch. Man, you were so loud. Yeah. I, one pillow wasn't enough to drown <laughs> you out. So I remember him running. It was like a sectional. And him running, stepping on that couch with his shoes. Mm. And, and mom was like trying to, oh, Mike, Mike, Mike. And I remember thinking as like seven-year-old Ryan Menendez, this is fucking awesome. I'm like, dude, this is great. <laughs> yeah. I wish dad was like this all the time. Yeah. And I yeah. don't, I don't wish that. No. I, I learned later on that I did not wish well, that. Well, the gravity of the situation doesn't hit you the same when you're that age. No, I'm like, dude, we should have been playing a long time ago, yeah, bro. Just, hey, let's just stop feeding dad. I'm doing it too. <laughs> I'm going to do it. Dad's doing it. I'm doing it. So now when I said the vanity thing earlier, this is what I meant by that. What you would hear when you hear that is, hey, look, I'm sure feeling lethargic and slowing down and all that stuff, that's probably unenjoyable, but I certainly want to avoid not being able to control myself in front of other people. Yeah, absolutely. I certainly, I want to make sure that I stay away from that realm, right? Like, because we've seen dad in some inopportune moments, mm -hmm. uh, his sugar get low, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's an unfortunate thing. It is. I relate it to being drunk. The only thing is, is you can't, I don't want to say you can't control it. Of course, diabetics can control their sugar, but you know, just like anything else, if it happens to where it just gets too low as is life. Sure. Uh, yeah, it's, you You almost look like you lose your mind. Yeah. Oh, for, mom has told me one time of her just hearing like, <sighs> while they're while they're sleeping, like real heavy, like gritted teeth. And she rolls over and dad is just staring at her with gritted teeth, Whoa. lying in bed on his side. Oh my God. Dude, and that is 
to show you some of the, I don't know. I don't even know what you would call that. You, you become not yourself, you know? Yeah. So here's the thing. Our father, like you alluded to already, very fit, very interested in, in, in how he looks and how he feels. Mm -hmm. I hate when I feel, even now I'm a little sick. My energy level isn't where I'm a very active guy. My energy level isn't where it normally is. I hate that feeling. Mm -hmm. I would do anything to avoid that. Yeah, but depending on what's waiting for you on the other side, I would be, it's, it's a constant balancing act and you're just, uh, you're trying, I I guess everybody would have their own bias where they're like, man, I'd rather lean towards one side than the other, but you're always in danger of slipping over a little bit too much. And also when your sugar is so high, it, it, it helps you. And also when your sugar gets that high, it's very easy to start putting on weight. That's, oh yeah. You, oh, your yeah. body isn't working properly already. And now you're just putting, I don't know how science works, but I do know that puts you, you know, your body can't uh, convert all of that mm-hmm. and it's easy to put on weight. Yep. So our father always tried to keep his sugar as close to the line as he possibly could. Mm-hmm. Is that you dealt with this for years, right? You and he lived together exclusively for such a long yeah, time. Yeah, I, I helped him out with it for years. Still, and, still do. And it gets uh, very rare. And less like, and less. Like sure. I, I haven't done it in a long time. And that's the thing is that as you alluded to earlier, well, we're not curing things anymore. The treatment for diabetes has gotten so much better over and the expensive. years. And <laughs> expensive. Yes, as but, we both alluded to. But now he has that pump. But that's what I'm saying is that now, be, back in the day, the insulin that they would have to inject into themselves um, was not as good as it is today. Mm-hmm. So when he got low, as a side effect of that insulin, it would make him extra extra crazy uh his behavior now when he gets low he still behaves like that but nowhere near as outrageous and and ridiculous and that leads me into our story today Mm -hmm. tyler when i was young and in high school 40 years ago i mean it's got to be more than that (laughs) the way i feel today uh i was a dick Oh, it's a defense mechanism. Thank you for giving me an easy way out. And on this dickish day, I... Ah, what a dickish day it was. ...was awoken (laughs) by Mama Menendez Uh saying, Ryan, get up. It's time for school. I was in high school. And the way that it used to work, a very good friend of mine back in that day, Danny Carlton, used to... He didn't live... I don't know. I hope the statute of limitations is up. He didn't live in the area, but his parents wanted him to go to a good high school. Whoa! Yeah. Call the cops! Yeah. 911! Yeah. Kind of a segregative feel, actually, now that I'm looking back on it. Yeah. Um, and so he would be dropped off every morning. He was very close with the family. He was part of the family. And you can tell that this was a different time because every single day, maybe I'm giving away the punchline of the story here, but every single day, Mama Menendez would get up. Our father would get up. He would come out into the living room with my friend Danny Carlton there in his tidy whities Tyler. Mm-hmm. Do you recall this? Vaguely. Vaguely. Uh, yeah, he... Yeah, parents... Much that, like the outline of his penis, vaguely. Parents of that... Not very vague. Yeah, parents not, of, of excuse that... Excuse me, I meant veiny. Of... <laughs> What's your deal? Just go back to being sick. What's your problem? Freud, are you there? Table for one. It's me, Ryan. <laughs> I'm back for more. I'm sorry, dude. I had to take that. And no, you didn't. I, 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 wait, let me rephrase that. Um, and I think that everybody who grew up in the 1980s 
and maybe they're maybe I'm I'm speaking a different language. It, what, is it weird for your parents to walk around the house in their tidy whities back in that day? Well, I was going to say be now. I, I think that age group. I think the parents of that age group were you know they walked around uh, in their underwear. It was different. Yeah, it was different. Yeah, and yeah. also like our mom is now married to a different man. Doesn't walk around in his underwear. I appreciate that, Martin. Yeah, uh, he is shocked by how often we, as a collective unit, are shirtless. Or, uh, and I would say we grew up in South Florida. It's hot here all the time. We're, we come from a Spanish culture. Well, plus we grew up vain, Va- veiny for sure. Not not totally vain, but veiny. And and I think it's a lot more. If not for the origin of that joke, that would have been hilarious. How about that? Uh, but I think that down here in South Florida, that's more likely than, and I'm guessing here than up in Wisconsin. I don't think that people show as much skin. So nonetheless. Well, yeah, it's a, definitely a cultural thing. Absolutely. And as you said, I would imagine weather um, factors into it as well, because if you're living in, you know, Alaska, it'd be really hard to walk around shirtless all For the sure. time. And dad grew up in Cuba where they don't have as much. You know what I mean? I know they were a little bit better off back then. The whole family had to share a shirt. Yeah. You, do you have the wife eater today? Because <laughs> I need to go to his church. So uh, the fact of the matter is he's downstairs. He's doing his thing. He's eating breakfast. Unbeknownst to all of us, his sugar is getting low. It'll mm-hmm. happen very often in the morning when you haven't eaten all of that stuff. So my mom says, Ryan, get up for school. Now you're wondering, she's downstairs in the kitchen. Here is the twist. I was such a bad kid when I was young. I was put in the loft. Does everybody know what a loft is? Is a loft always the same? No, Ryan, we are uh Upper middle white Americans, not everybody knows what a loft in a house well, is. Well, now that, that rich and poor are separating, which side do we go to? Uh, rich seems like the better version. Well, I'm. will they have us? I, I feel uh, like we're I on the know. outskirts, man. I'm, well, they, they're they going to need uh, personal entertainers. Ah, <laughs> shut up, da da da. Take my brother, please. <laughs> so they have put me in this, in this three-walled room to... And, you know, to be able to keep an eye on me. So my father, I say that. And, and hear everything you're doing. We, we've talked about that. And I tell my mother, I'm not going. I'm not going to school today. And she flips out as she is one to do when you have three kids in a house and you're trying to keep it all together. And she does what a lot of parents do. You enlist the other parent. You need backup. It's too much. She's making breakfast. Mike, I need you to take care of this. And he, I, you know, this pushes against his ego. Hey, I, hey, get up. You know what I mean? I would feel that way too. Mm-hmm. I say no. His, his superpowers then enact, okay? Unbeknownst to all of us. All of a sudden, he's at my door. He opens up my door and he is now standing there. I'm intimidated. And a super saiyan has just walked in fully powered. Our Cuban father <laughs> is scary, man. When he wants to be. Back in, and he's like the nicest, most harmless person now. I don't think of him. I can't even imagine him being a disciplinarian now. Yeah. But uh, but back then he was scary. He was, he was uh, intense. Yeah, he had a certain look to him when he wanted it. I got some of that. I got some of that where I can let you know I'm displeased with my face. So and his, he does. And, and it's all the time. It's just the way my face looks. <laughs> Go to YouTube. Check it out. So he does. You know that magic trick where you grab the 
tablecloth and you pull it off without moving the dishes. Mm -hmm. He does that with my blanket. Gotcha. Gotcha. Did any of the plates spill? No. (laughs) I'm still there like, you know, I'm just balancing all of them like you're being rude. Look at the glass of water. I barely moved. I'm like the cat in the hat right now and you're bothering me. So he, and then not just pulls the blanket off me, which is a pretty badass move. Yeah. He, for effect, Throws it over the banister. Ah, he tosses it like wow. uh, you know, like a like a queen, uh, you know, oh, to I'm, her subjects, throwing her handkerchief. Oh, see, I'm thinking of like a magician's assistant who's trying to draw the attention away. Okay, so he can so he can perform the magic trick. Tyler. Ta-da, ladies and gentlemen, that is great. That is proud. <laughs> and he's standing there in his underwear. It's perfect. I, 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 you need to picture the tidy whities That is where his power truly comes from. So I now, for whatever reason go into the fetal position and just grab my pillow harder. Sure. And I'm like, no, I'm not doing it. (laughs) So he does, I mean, I guess the next logical move in this chess game that is our life, he grabs my pillow, Mm. rips it out of my hands. Yeah. Superhuman strength. I mean. Well, it's called rage, right? (laughs) I mean, what 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 do they call it when deeply buried rage isn't buried deep at all? It's just right on the. Just rage. Oh, rage. (laughs) Just rage. Okay. These brand names, I get confused. Yeah, it's not like magma and lava where it gets a different word. It's just rage. It's still just rage. Across the board. Frozen water is just (laughs) just rage. So he takes my pillow, whips it, it. It meets back up with the blanket down the road. So now. Everybody in the house can feel the intensity rising. You, you don't think that energy is real. You don't need to look at this. You can feel it. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like when the bully slaps the lunch tray out of the dweeb's hands. You and get, everybody looks. You can feel it. it yeah. it's, it's a surge that goes through the room. That's real. That's tangible. I genuinely believe it. You can feel the tension in the house. Well, especially when items in the house that don't normally fly begin to fly. Sure. That's how you know something has gone amiss. More of a drop than a fly, but yes. <laughs> They tried to achieve flight, but they really, it was just a drop. And, uh, and I, this is a reckoning. This is a time where I am beginning the, the, the first stages of puberty, Tyler. I am, this is where you decide, am I a man or am I a boy? Not the way you should figure it out. Well, I'm doing it, Tyler. I'm locked in. I'm not going to, you know, when you made a decision, I can't, if I go to school today, I'll die. Uh, if I, I can't go, I decided I'm not going. You're talking about a business decision. Well, when you're lying there in bed, you're like, should I say I'm not going? I, I'm going to say it. Yeah. I'm not going mm. to say that. That's a big, that's a big step. Sure. Sure. So it is now just the two of us. And he is now talking to me in a way that is just mortally worrisome. Is it very low? Very low. Yeah. You know, the Oof. people that scream and yell and they're, and they're hyperbolic, me, uh, don't worry about those people. Pussy when, cats. So, when somebody talks to you in a way that's very matter of fact, it makes me think back on our stepfather. And I always just go after him and go after him playfully. And I mean it. And just well, it's wa- playful to you. Sure. Well, then who else matters, Tyler? <laughs> Tell me who else matters. There it is, there I, it is I, ladies I, and gentlemen. I dare you. There I, I, it is. Nary an opinion. <laughs> no, and I do it out of love for whatever the reason is. I'm just fucked up. And I remember him being so worn down at dinner. And he just, he, he has the butter in his hand. And he looks at me and he's like, what? What would happen if I just smashed this in your face? <laughs> And I was like, I'm going to take a break. I'm going to be smoking a cigarette if anybody. He was just, he was just spent, you know. Filled to the brim with rage. This is our relationship. Yeah. So our father says, not unlike the butter face smashing incident that we still laugh about. He says, if you don't get up, I'm going to throw you over this banister. (laughs) 
Do you recall and, this? Uh, I remember the situation. My, I played a very small role where I brought up a full glass of juice. My dog. Mid panic. Was it for me? Dr- uh, whoever wanted to take it. For people who don't know, when your sugar gets low, orange juice has a very high sugar content. Mm-hmm. Make sure you're reading that. Some of these things are poison. Uh, little, little PSA there. And I just dropped it on the desk and turned around and walked out. You had those little grippers that they use for plutonium <laughs> at the beginning of The Simpsons. So, so, uh, I, I stuck to my guns, bro. Yeah, I, in a yeah. timid, you know, drugged out fashion, I'm sure at that time. And I'm just like, I'm not going to school. Mm-hmm. So here's the punchline here. Did you wind up going to school? No, I went over the banister <laughs> dialer. I died. I couldn't yeah. because I was in the hospital. Yeah. I, this is seventh sense. You've been doing this show with a ghost this whole time. So I, I, just to make, you know, I'll, I'll wrap it up here. We are now. In bear hug. Well, he's bear hugging me. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. we are up against the banister. And he is still. Now, for everybody who's listening to this, they're like, this is child abuse. He was in a medical emergency. Yeah. I mean, he would never, he never, none of this ever made a play while he was of right mind. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. he, we were at the banister. He had me around. And he never, you know, he never made a move for it. Sure. To, to murder sure, me. Sure. But uh, we were there. And he's whispering in my ear in such <laughs> A scary, scary way. And everybody's like, this is terrible. Like, why is this funny? Why are you telling this story? The the ultimate end to it is my high school friend, Danny Carlton. Danny, if you're out there, I'm sorry for all the horrible things I said. Mm -hmm. He was a different man. I I was a boy. I was but a boy back then. He was, I mean, this guy went to bat for me. He was bear hugging our father on the other side. From behind. From behind. Mm-hmm. In his tidy whiteies mm-hmm. in a way that I think would land us all in jail at this mm-hmm. point. Mm-hmm. Going, Mr. Menendez, Mr. Menendez. Mm-hmm. I mean, just, you could, they were basically wearing the same tidy whiteies <laughs> at that point. That was my diabetic story. That was, uh, I mean, chaos. You 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 missed a couple details there at the end when I walked in and I dropped the OJ down on the desk. I don't remember you being there. I was I was in a life or death struggle. <laughs> That's time. okay. Sorry. It, it was. I, I will I will paint the picture for you perfectly. I walked in and you have Danny holding our father at the elbows from behind, and Dad is. Put, putting all of his effort into it. A snarling animal. And I can see the concentration still on Danny's face where he's still letting the words out. Stop, please stop. But all of his effort is going into withholding this murder that's about to take place. And mom has wrapped herself around you and has put all her weight on the bed. Yeah. So now you are like a board in her grasp and she is just holding you on the bed screaming. No, no, and I was, no. and if I, you tell me if I have this right, I believe I was rage filled as well. Absolutely. I, yeah, I was, she was, I was, she, if not for your position on the bed, I want autonomy. Damn it. She, she, uh, you guys would have actually fought. Dad would have whooped your ass. Uh, he would have crushed. He, he would have whooped your ass. I, I, I still think he'd put up a nice fight. You know what I mean? I, I do. Oh, I, for sure. I, I think he'd get a couple, good blows in, but I, I, I think I'm there. I think I yeah, can do it. Sure, I think I, sure. could, I could take down the giant. I'm not just because I'm too dainty of a human being. Sure. I don't like violence. Let's, let's, uh, let's start you off with mom and we'll work our way. I up. think she could take me. Yeah. Okay. She'll stab me with that frozen elbow. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> and that is just one of the many ways. I love you, mom. I'm sorry. <laughs> mom, uh, and we love, we love you guys. Thank you for being here with us. Tyler, I always have fun coming in here and chatting with you, buddy. Um, anything else you want to punctuate here before we move on? No, just thank you all for those that have been supporting us. We can't thank you enough. Um, uh, go to those guys you hate.com and, uh, subscribe. We love you guys so much. We are those guys you hate. Be kind or we'll kill you. <laughs>